but I think it's really important. I mean, I think you can um, expand on this if people haven't heard our grief episode, but not suppressing the sadness for too long and not addressing it because the only way to get through something is through it, not around it. Hey guys. Hi everybody. Welcome Welcome back. back to the OK Mary podcast. Today we kind of have a more serious subject that we wanted to talk about, especially with holidays coming around and a lot of emotional, would you say it's emotional times? Like, would you say? I think for some people, it's actually the hardest time of the year. Yeah. Which is really, really sad because it's the best time of the year for some other people. And like, I'm one of those people who are very loud about it how I love this time of the year but I don't know if someone following me you know is like I hate this time of the year yeah so I don't know how it affects them um but you know I think it's important to remember that the holiday season sometimes like this Christmas might be the first Christmas without someone's like parent brother sister all those kids that passed away at the concert or like you know like this is um it's a really great season for people who've had good experiences surrounding it, but there's a lot of reasons why I think the holidays, because I think holidays are really family oriented mm-hmm. and there's so much, there's so many issues when it comes to family. There's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of heartbreak. So it's definitely, I know a really tough season for a lot of people. People don't really talk about it. Yeah. And I feel like we should really address it. Yeah. So t- today we're talking about like, seasonal depression or just depression in general really and yeah feeling depressed and sad or unsure Mm -hmm. I do know like I because I watch The Bachelor a lot and I do know that one of the previous like he was on a couple seasons ago his mom passed away on Christmas Day yeah and so every year following like he's just hated christmas he just associates it with yeah the sadness that he felt that day and whew, that that is rough because it's yeah. like you know if your dad or mom passes away on like december 1st yeah. you know it's not so much a big holiday yeah and it's not a renowned thing that happens every year except yeah. for only you yeah you know it's yeah. a little bit harder if and especially watching everybody celebrate that day but for you it's not a day of celebrating mm-hmm. definitely yeah and it's you know i heard i think it was in seattle they said that they have the most amount of um i don't want to say the word but unaliving mm-hmm. during this season because it is like it's rainy it's dark people i think that actually it's worldwide thing. it's it's the highest rate of unaliving is this season yeah because people are just really getting emotional and mm -hmm. and yeah hurt from uh yeah man i you know not only like losing family members um but sometimes even having family members that are just toxic and don't Mm -hmm. make you feel the best for so many reasons for example um i've talked about megan and liz before right and so these influencers that I've met, singers, and I've 
um, been so blessed that they've promoted Luna. But I love that Liz is so open about her like past eating disorders. And it's something I relate to and I think a lot of young women or even men relate to. And she posted a reel um, on her Instagram. It was a video and she was talking about like just a friendly reminder that um, like the holidays are coming up. And when people comment on your way or they say things like going back for seconds or things like that, and you're going to be around family and sensitive about like your way, you have every right to change the conversation or leave the room. And it made me realize like I have to say my most anxious thought around the holidays is weight gain and then going back home and visiting my family and then them commenting on it Mm -hmm. because it's just what I've been used to. So now I like get really nervous going home to visit because I'm like, oh my god, like am I fatter? Are they gonna say something? If they say something, they might send me on an eating disorder frenzy. Like I'm just I'm so nervous. So, um, a lot of different, like, I think it's just the generation. Like people are parents' age or uncles' age or grandparents' age. Like they're not as um socially fluent and cautious about the things they say they kind of just say things that come to their mind and it can be really insensitive so it inflicts a lot of anxiety Mm -hmm. depression um during this holiday season and you can imagine like especially during the holidays you're around pretty much all of your family yeah i mean the people that do get to be um and imagine how many people that is that have something to say about your life your job what you're up to no kids yet no boyfriend yet like not married yeah it's it's very it's really overwhelming yeah and there's a lot of avenues in a lot of areas people i think struggle with um their family so it's hard to say but i just talk about just one so like basically just saying that we acknowledge all the variations Mm -hmm. of ways you can be sad and stressed during the holidays but yeah, I mean, do you have any advice for people to, like, let's say, for example, they do have family members that they just know trigger them or they typically always say something or a friend that they see uh, during this time of the year and they're already scared and they just really are really nervous that they're going to get even more sad mm-hmm. after they Talking spend time them. with them. Yeah. Like, what's your advice to, like, control those emotions? You know, I have an uncle that asks me every year that I see him oh so you're not gonna go back to college ever like you don't want to get a degree and I'm always just like like I have a a great job I have a job that pays well yeah that supports me you know I I don't need a degree for the career that I'm in, you know, I and have a just, degree and I have no career. So that there's take me there's with that, you. And take there's, me with <laughs> there's people that go to college, get the degree, but don't pursue the degree. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's then you know, you're not going to have you're not going to have people coming up to be like, be like, sweetie, why aren't you using your degree? Yeah. You know, it's just it's always something to say. So to answer your question, I think just prepare yourself before you go into conversation or you know you're going to see that specific aunt or uncle that's going to ask you the questions just i would think of a little spiel to tell them and tell them you know what i'm like i'm happy where i'm at i don't need whatever you're trying to pressure me into or ask about and how's your day going like do you like the turkey you know just change the subject yeah actually that's a really good response instead of like 
feeling like you need to explain yourself to convince them just yeah. like accept that like have you can't convince stupid <laughs> sorry yeah, just not have stupid, them but accept it just be yeah. like you know what i have a great career or you know what i'm so happy where i am right now in life i don't need a husband or yeah. you know i haven't kids- thought about it i'm really really happy where i yeah, am yeah exactly just tell them you're happy where you're at hopefully you are yeah, yeah. um and just go from that and change the subject that would yeah. be my best advice D- would you defer or would you No, i think that's else? great i yeah. think that's like a perfect response because sometimes those people i feel like people who think so highly of themselves that want to inflict their own judgments on where you should be in life don't deserve an explanation because it's those type of people that would never agree to what you say anyway so it's like the pride in me would want to like try and convince them why i don't need to go back to college and why i'm what i'm doing right now is what i should be doing um but then at the same time i'm like no matter what you say these kind of people they're always going to think they're right they're and they're a one-track mind if they keep asking you every single year save your breath question yeah Yeah, save your breath and just be like oh i haven't thought about it i'm actually like just pretty stoked with my life right now yeah but thanks for your concern anyways (laughs) just change the subject yeah um I think when it's something like extremely sensitive. So what I liked about that one video she made, I don't know if this is passive aggressive of me, but when she's uh, when she says like you could change the conversation, me I would literally like if someone said going back for seconds, I would probably like make it very obvious that they should not say something like that. Yeah. And just like look at them and shake my head, roll my eyes and like walk away, not speak to them for the rest of the evening. Um, I think her idea is very much more mature, like just change the subject. But if I'm being honest, I don't think I could do that. I really don't think. I mean, if it was like, oh, what are you going to do for, you know, work or whatever? That doesn't like hit such an emotion. Actually, it is an emotional trigger, but it's not as hard as. Yeah. As hard as weight. But the way um, you look. Yeah. Yeah yeah (laughs) but changing the subject i think is really good because it's i think it's like a psychological thing to show that person like that their opinion or that question to you didn't it didn't entice you to continue that conversation Mm -hmm. like you weren't interested yeah like i'm not interested you know it's almost kind of like a jab but like a very subtle Subtle jab yeah oh yeah And I would also go to say, like, generational thing again is older people, like, I wouldn't, maybe not 40s, but maybe like 50s and up. Yeah. They really, most of the, I want to say most of the time, don't really mean it in a bad way. Yeah. Sometimes it's a joke. Sometimes they're just very curious. You know, they don't mean to offend you or try to put you down. Sometimes it really is just a joke. Yeah. But it depends on who you're who you're asking, right? Some somebody may be struggling with getting a job. Somebody may be struggling with weight gain or weight loss. And you know, yeah. So just change your subject like, yeah what we just said yeah that actually just made me think like i basically what i'm gonna do before i go home for christmas and my birthday before i see everyone is i'm kind of gonna prep all of my little trigger points that yes. i know family is gonna be curious about and like have a response yes. ready and decide do i want to explain myself regarding this or do i not and yeah. if i don't then i'll think of a response like no i haven't thought about it anyways yeah and then if i do want to explain it then have my um curated thought like process but i think if you get caught off guard like let's say someone says something you weren't prepared for 
first thing I thought of is deep breath. Take a deep breath. And maybe just act like, oh, sorry, I forgot to do something. Like, just go take your time um, Mm -hmm. and take a deep breath. Or maybe just think of like a cop-out phrase for anything in general. Like, you can even open your notes in your phone right now. Like, if you know this is something that happens every holiday season for you, just open your notes right now and think of think of little comebacks to say and just read it through and and I feel like you'll feel better once you have all those yeah. those things you can say back to them and maybe go into your holiday festivities with your family with affirmations. Yes. Sounds a little voodoo-y, but uh, not voodoo-y, but like goo goo hoo 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 is that hoo hoo? Go on freeaffirmations.org and then just look up affirmations about like your career, your mental state, your relationships, where you are in life, mm-hmm. your body. Because um, I think that's going to put you in the mindset that like if someone comments on your weight, you're not going to take it. You know, I mean, that's easy for anyone to say, but you might think to yourself if you just read that like the function of your body is not what it looks like on the outside, but that it's like it's functioning and what it does for you and what you're uh, what you know what makes you happy things like that fill your brain with all those positive affirmations so that no matter what anybody says um it doesn't have so much power Mm -hmm. over you i just posted something on the instagram the other day what did i post it had to do with your body it was basically a quote saying um oh i saw that shoot it was like (laughs) i'm up here i saw it it's like literally our podcast but i don't even (laughs) i don't even do (laughs) it was basically just saying like don't don't punish yourself by going to the gym because of what you ate go to the gym to be thankful for what your body can do that's a really good mindset to have too when you go to the gym that kind of helped me do some hard workouts is just thinking like i wanted to get healthier and stronger rather than i wanted results yeah because when you think about results and you're looking at your body and you're like i don't have my results yet it really unmotivates you. yeah it'll always be, there'll yeah. always be something but okay um so aside switching, from the holidays yeah i was gonna say switching gears yeah. aside from holiday depression just like depression in general yeah so i learned recently when i was diagnosed with depression from my um therapist i was so confused because if you guys know me you'd be like what are you talking about like you wouldn't believe that right but i guess it's because the idea we have of depression is like you're like oh i'm so sad and mopey and things Mm -hmm. like that like that's what we think of as depressed but being depressed can show in a lot of ways it can show in a lot of like um generalized anxiety tendencies it can show in like um lack of being social tendencies Mm -hmm. but like you're still general generally like a happy upbeat person um that's like eccentric um but it made me realize that when it comes to depression and someone when they say like, you know, I I struggle with depression, but let's say you see them going through a really good time, they have a good job, they're happy, whatever. Um, and you might think like, oh, they're not depressed anymore. If it is clinical, they, they still are, you mm-hmm. know, like it's still there and they can still be triggered. Like something unfortunate happens, they're going to react a lot differently than someone that doesn't struggle with um generalized anxiety or depression because things feel a lot heavier for these people yes and i think it's something as like someone 
or as anyone that might know somebody like this it's important to kind of just not be on guard like don't like revolve your whole life around protecting this person but just be mindful Mm -hmm. that you know things happen in life and someone might be really really stoked someone that who might have been depressed in the past you saw going through a hard time and then now they're super super happy um and then something like unfortunate happens to them that might not be a big deal to you will be like the end of the world to them so just give them grace yeah and give them like empathy Mm -hmm. because just because something isn't that tragic to you it could be completely tragic to them yeah because they do struggle with depression yeah i've had yeah i've had a few friends talk to me recently about just being sad and being depressed and it's hard to kind of give them advice because I've never felt depressed myself I mean I've had seasons of life seasons of change in life that made me very sad (laughs) (laughs) don't cry Emily (laughs) it's okay we can cry this is Um, a safe space Sorry, my eyes are tearing up. I don't know why. <laughs> it's okay. I was crying all morning. Were you really? Why? Yeah. I think I'm going to start my period. Mm. But it was like a mix of just being like overwhelmed and stressed with work, but also like grateful for like people who have like, and then yeah. like thinking about a year ago, how depressed. It's funny, actually. <laughs> I was thinking about how depressed I was last year. Really? Do you you remember? Well, because were you still working? Sorry, this is really off subject, but guys, were you still working <laughs> in real estate a year ago today? I had just left. Oh, okay. So but you were was, really just figuring out where you were going and everything, yeah. what you were going to do. And I felt like I spent the whole year being absolutely kicked to the ground and yeah. mm-hmm. taken advantage of and made a fool of. And yeah. I was just left a relationship. And yeah. So, um, yeah, seasons of change happen. Okay, yeah. So back to what I was saying. Um it's it was hard for me to give advice just because i've never felt depression in that really intense intense terminology but my best advice to anyone that's feeling sad or anything just like get out of the house i mean when i was feeling so sad literally what boosts my mood was just getting out of the house and getting into nature that's good even walking like walking around your neighborhood or going to the beach and sitting at the beach like it'll just boost your mood so much just a little bit of walking and a little bit of nature my therapist also said that about exercise how it will calm your nervous system Mm -hmm. it's literally there to like calm your nervous system so um every time i tell her like i've been having really anxious weeks she's like are you exercising it's the first thing she asks it might be really, really hard when you're sad. Last thing you want to do is get your butt off the couch. Yeah. But if you could just get any type of movement in your body. Movement. That'll help. I think another good advice to have is like, think of anything that makes you genuinely happy. It could be as shallow and weird and ridiculous. Like it doesn't have to be like being around my friends. Like it could literally be like. A TV show. Yeah. Or like buying a $50 meal like it could be like i love expensive food extravagant meal yeah Yeah. something just so ridiculous but if it makes you happy whatever and go do those things like just everything that kind of boosts your mood trying like go hard on that stuff Mm -hmm. like implement it into your daily life Mm -hmm. um but i think it's really important i mean i think you can um expand on this if people haven't heard our grief episode but not suppressing the sadness for too long yeah and 
not addressing it because the only way to get through something is through it yes. not around it not around it and if you try to go around it i think you're only going to prolong mm-hmm. the period of healing because you avoided it for so long possibly so um allow yourself to be sad yeah feel your feelings it's not healthy to just shove it all down and pretend that you're yeah. okay i hate the toxic positivity mindset that's like one of the big reasons i became depressed in my last job is because like these people that i worked for like didn't believe in like being sad like you could go through something really heartbreaking and they're just like they didn't even care like they didn't give a shit they were just like well we don't want to be negative around here we need to be positive i was like what the hell like I don't I don't want to share something I went through. Mm-hmm. I went through something really frightening. Um, I'm sorry. The reason I'm not sharing it with the podcast family is because it's not really my sensitive information to share. Someone very close to me um, attempted something that was quite tragic in yeah. front of me. And like anyone would be, I was extremely shook. Yes. Extremely sad, shaken up, confused, mm-hmm. lost, devastated. And um, I went to work. And the way, and when I try to be vulnerable and open about the situation, the way I try to share it with my employers and um, kind of let them into what I was experiencing just so that they can understand mm-hmm. why my mood was the way my, my, the way my mood was, mm-hmm. um, their response was like, extremely inappropriate and so not understanding and very like well like just totally undermining what I had just went through and then my friend at the time who also worked in that company I I was really grateful for in that moment she pulled the owner aside and said like you cannot say things like like that that to people Mm -hmm. you cannot belittle people's experiences Mm -hmm. um whether even if you think it wouldn't affect you like and then i realized like toxic positivity is probably like one of the biggest biggest um like i don't even know the word but caused me to be even more sad because when i felt sad and depressed i was like i can't be i can't be because they're telling me i can't and then i'm thinking almost stressed i'm like why am i not more positive and it's just oh my god it was really really rough and then i felt like i was still healing from it months after because of how long i spent forcing myself to not feel feelings that were completely natural completely real and completely valid completely valid yeah so don't let anyone ever tell you how you should feel yeah and be at have a healthy healthy positivity or be around yeah. people that can give you healthy positivity more like hope rather than like lying to yourself you know mm-hmm. like if you're sad you're sad don't like look at me and be like i'm so happy i'm new. you know what i mean like just give yourself like hope i don't yeah. think that's toxic at all no like you could say to yourself you know i don't feel okay today but i know i will be yes i don't think that's toxic positivity but like looking yourself in the mirror and being like i'm fine i'm good nope this doesn't affect me this horrible awful thing just happened but i'm good i'm happy yay like that's toxic yeah that's really toxic yeah we'll all we are all going to have seasons of sadness and seasons of change and it's just life you know you kind of just got to accept that and feel it and go through it and don't hide it like be open with the people around you that you live with or 
find a therapist or a friend that can help you through it. I mean, I think therapy should be normalized, especially with guys. Guys are always so against therapy in general. They just think it's like, you know, why why do certain girls go to therapy? It's it's that's weird or or oh, they must really be damaged, you know? It's like you could have a happy, healthy life and go to therapy. Yeah. It's just having an outlet to talk to somebody is healthy. And yeah. you can attest to that because you go to therapy. I really love therapy, like the way she's changed my life. Not only, <laughs> this is the thing that I've noticed that a lot of people don't understand about therapy. Everyone thinks you have to be completely broken to go to therapy. I think everybody needs it. Like, no matter how amazing you think you are, your life is, like, everybody has tendencies. And even me, like, I brought up something to her where the other time we had a session and come to find out this one thing that I never even thought in my head was, like, an issue in my life. She made it very clear that I was seeing it in a wrong perspective. And I don't even know how to explain this. But she basically fixed a problem for me that I didn't even know I had, but it was there. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, I never thought it was a problem. I thought it was just, like, the way of being. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just normal. Like, I never brought it up. And uh, she allowed a new perspective. And it's just, like, having... This is why I think confiding in people is so important is because when it's just you in your head, you don't have... You only have your own perspective. Yeah, that can be hard. You need different perspectives. Yeah. It helps. It's kind of hard. I notice, like, talking to people that you live with or love or you've been around for years, when you hear their perspective, sometimes, like, it doesn't grasp as Mm -hmm. tightly. Um, Sometimes you need to hear from some stranger. Stranger. But especially stranger you can trust, like, someone with a PhD PhD, in psychology. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So someone who's devoted their life to understanding the human brain and, like, tendencies and cognitive behavioral um therapy and stuff so i think therapy is so beneficial so if you are going through a hard time please put your pride away if you have any at all and just explore the um possibilities of how your life can change with therapy because my life has changed significantly and i have to say sometimes i feel bad taking her time because i'm like i'm sure she has like people with way worse problems than I do everyone's got something yeah everyone's got something but yeah I've you know well I'm not gonna say who someone we know she was telling me that she's been going to therapy for years and she's like even like even when things are good like most times things are good and I'm going through I'm having a great time but it's just so nice to talk to someone for an hour that can understand Mm -hmm. you know that's amazing yeah and I would also go to say like even if maybe you're not open to therapy yet Writing things down could be a form of therapy. Like, get a journal and just write things down. Write a list of things you're grateful for. Like, just change your perspective so you're not so much focused on everything that's wrong and stuff. But always have, like, a a time in your day where you're grateful for things. That's very important. Being grateful and listing everything that's going right for you. Even meditation, like I feel like meditation would help a lot of people in depression. I really want to implement meditation. Like I want to, I I think I want to find an app that will like help me. I think that will be like so beneficial. An app? 
yeah like have you like used a guided meditation app? i have yeah i have the calm app why don't you use that I but use like that i night. i use that more so for like like at night like at nighttime like they tell a story not a the story story yeah like the no they have guided meditations that you could do that's like most of their stuff are guided meditations yeah i would love or i'm more so saying like in the morning like i would love to start my morning with like a nice meditation yeah do it i was listening to a podcast yesterday him and her skinny confidential they were interviewing mimi bouchard i think that's how you say her last name she basically has like a health and wellness like app and has meditations on there and she's like so wise and you should listen to that podcast actually because she was talking about how how yeah her family would make comments on her weight and granted she was a little heavier she did say um and how she's gone through that whole like eating disorder process Mm -hmm. and stuff and she says she has specific meditations for eating disorders like she has groups of meditations for certain people like certain things that you're working through or working on she has subjects meditation subjects i love that yeah you should listen to that that's amazing yeah we didn't want to make this podcast too long because we don't want to get in that mindset but i think we've and plus we don't i feel like don't really know enough to address the subject this is really just our own experiences and opinions and advice um but at the end of the day highly recommend if you are struggling with this to go seek professional help Mm -hmm. and that's not something you should ever be ashamed of at all because even like the happiest people in the world still have to go to therapy and there's there's um there's lots of resources like you can i'm pretty sure better help yeah is a online therapy service that you can go to and find a a licensed therapist in your area even and do it via zoom or facetime and then um i know a lot of people are worried they can afford it insurance always covers therapy or check to see if your insurance covers mental health services but like i feel like nine times out of ten they do yeah my i have shitty insurance awful insurance but my therapy is completely paid for nice yeah so just inquire with your insurance company or if with hr even just ask your hr agent hey what do we have for mental health or what can you offer me for my mental health yeah yeah we love you well thank you so much for tuning into this episode this week we hope that if you are going through this season of life that just know that you will get through it and it will get better and we love you and we love you so much see you guys next tuesday see you next tuesday bye Bye.